God is saying, stop with me, because then the anointing will teach you. Dr. Tony Evans talks about the benefits of allowing God's Holy Spirit to dwell inside you. You no longer need to be led by secular thinking, secular information, and secular instructors. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. The Bible teaches that as disciples of Jesus, we are in Christ, but it also says Christ is in us. So which is it? Well, Dr. Evans sorts that out today as he takes a look at the work of the Holy Spirit, focusing on what it means to be anointed. Let's join him as he begins. I want to look at this name given to him, this identification, this symbol in 1 John 2. He's called the anointing. Now, if you've been in church for any length of time, you've heard the word anointing, anointed, the anointed one. This word is a word that speaks to a specific work of the Holy Spirit that you don't want to leave home without. The anointing is the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit designed to do his work in your life. The Holy Spirit, when you become a Christian, enters your human spirit. So you've got a perfect resident in your human spirit that now wants to give information to your infected soul. And when the Holy Spirit that now invades your human spirit sends out data that is received, adopted in your soul, your soul begins to get healed, or as we would say, it really starts to get saved. We want to take you now into a little deeper understanding of how it works. That is given to us in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Here it is, verse 9. But it is written, things which eyes have not seen and ear have not heard, and which have not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him. For to us, God revealed them through his spirit. He's not talking about heaven. He's talking about earth because he says God has already revealed it. So listen to this. When the anointing is turned on and turned up, you get to see things eyes cannot see. That's what verse 9 says. When the anointing is turned on and turned up, you get to hear things ears have not heard. When the anointing is turned on and turned up, you get to think things that you would not normally think. In other words, the anointing is taking you beyond the physical. It is showing you what your eyes can't see. It is letting you hear what your ears don't audibly pick up. It is letting you perceive what you didn't normally think on your own. It is taking you out of your physical into a spiritual reality so that the physical is now perceiving, experiencing, seeing, and hearing things that is outside of its normal physical realm. Remember, the anointing is the spirit. The job of the spirit 
is to reach into the mind of God and transfer to the thoughts, sights, and ears of the believer. His job is to take truth and make it your experience, to bring it to make it your reality, not just for information, but for transformation. Now notice what he goes on and says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God. Here's what I like about the anointing. It doesn't cost you anything. Once you accept Jesus Christ, it's freely given to you. So it's available to every believer and it's available for free. You don't have to buy the anointing, okay? Now, which things we speak, not in words taught by human wisdom. Keep that in your mind because that's going to be key in a moment. You don't get this by secular understanding. You don't get this by popular viewpoint. Once you introduce human wisdom, you've turned down the dimmer switch and the light will not shine because you've compromised the data. You put a virus in the programming. And so he says, not taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. So the spirit of God dips into the mind of God since he is the third member of the Godhead and he brings to the mind of man or into the spirit of a man that which he cannot see physically, cannot hear audibly, and would never think naturally. But he has revealed them unto us. That's what the anointing does. Now, here's the issue. Verse 14. The natural man receives not the spirit of God. Let me put it another way. The non-Christian does not have the anointing. The natural man, the non-Christian. They do not have the anointing. How many in here have direct TV? Who has direct TV? Okay. A lot of you have direct TV. If you have direct TV, it means you have a receiver. That receiver is designed to pick up programming from outer space. There is a satellite in outer space that sends a signal to your receiver so that you can get programming from up there on your screen down here. If you don't have direct TV, you don't have their receiver, so you can't call down their programming. Non-Christians can't call down heaven's programming because they don't have a receiver to receive it. They don't have the anointing. So because they don't have a receiver to receive it, they can't get heaven's programming even though they go to church, even though they may pray, even though they may read their Bible. They don't possess a receiver. So they can only get what human wisdom gives. They cannot get divine programming. So that's the natural man. That's the non-Christian. I hope we don't have any natural people here today because that means you don't have a receiver. So you will hear my sermon, but you won't be able to use it because you won't be able to receive from the spirit in your human spirit the truth that's coming based on the word of God. Now he goes to another person. He says in verse 15, but he who is spiritual appraises all things, 
Yet he himself is appraised by no one for who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. The natural man doesn't have a receiver. The spiritual man not only has a receiver, he keeps his receiver on. The spiritual man can appraise or evaluate all things because a spiritual person sends everything through a spiritual grid. You are only a spiritual Christian if you consistently send all data through a spiritual grid. So that means you keep the dimmer up all the time because everything is going through the grid of spiritual words combined with spiritual thoughts. And guess what he says you have in verse 16? You have the mind of Christ. You know what it is to have the mind of Christ? It means Jesus is thinking his thoughts in your brain by means of the Holy Spirit who is the anointing. And what thoughts is Jesus thinking in you? Thoughts that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, and thoughts you wouldn't have thought about thinking about even if you would have thought to think it because he's bringing his thoughts to your brain because you have the mind of Christ. Then there's a third group, chapter 3, verses 1 to 3. He says, and I, brethren, brethren, you're Christians, could not speak to you as a spiritual man, but as men of flesh, as infants in Christ. I gave you milk to drink and not solid food, for you were not able to receive it. Indeed, even now you are not able, for you are still fleshly. And he concludes the verse by saying, you walk like mere men. You walk like a natural man. Your life is not any different than the non-Christian. When Dr. Evans comes back in a moment, he'll help us get a grasp on making sure we're receiving what God is sending. Stay with us. As we anticipate the new year, we want to not only end this year strong, but go into the new year able to take advantage of all the opportunities that God has brought our way for the transformation of individual lives, for the building of strong, biblically-based families, for strengthening churches, and that's what we're committed to do. Your generous financial support will help us to be strong because we're not going to back down, we're not going to back away, and we're not going to compromise the truth of this book to placate the secularism of the society. Stand with us, will you? Stand strong by us with your generosity and your prayers because you know we hold tightly to this word a word that the world desperately needs today. Visit TonyEvans.org to give. That's TonyEvans.org. Thank you for your generosity. We only hear from a small percentage of the people who listen to our program every day, so don't depend on someone else to meet the need. Visit TonyEvans.org today or call 1-800-800-3222 to let Tony know he can count on your support. Either way, as our way of saying thanks when you make a donation, we'll send you the best of Tony Evans 2023. You'll get 20 of Tony's most popular messages, as well as his new powerful devotional book, Transformed by the Trinity. Get Tony's best so you can be your best as we wrap up 2023. I'll have our contact information for you again later on. Right now, though, let's get back to today's teaching. Now, I got a problem in my home. I have a problem in my home, and I have two televisions 
not working properly. I have direct TV. So I have a receiver in my bedroom and I have a receiver in the den. They are both designed to receive programming from the satellite up in the sky. And my options, if you know direct TV, are virtually unlimited because they have hundreds and hundreds of stations that I can pull down based on my viewing taste. Whether it's drama, whether it's history, whether it's news, whether it's uh, food or, or housing or whatever, they've got programming to cover all of life on direct TV. But my problem is that I am not able to get the programming like I'm supposed to. So let me explain the problem a little deeper. The problem is that when I turn the receiver on, I'm not getting the picture. I have a screen to get the picture, but some way reason there it was a disconnect between my receiver and uh, my television screen. Let me put it another way. My receiver and my television screen weren't talking to each other. I have the receiver, it's plugged into the screen, but I was not getting a picture. I would call down a picture from up there, but it wouldn't show up on my screen. There was a disconnect between what I possessed and what I experienced. Crystal and Anthony came over to the house and I told them about my problem. Crystal went into the den and she recalibrated my connection to my receiver and the television screen. And all of a sudden, pictures that have been off for months showed up on my screen because she recalibrated the connection that I had lost. I had a screen, I had a receiver, but just because you have a receiver and have a screen doesn't mean you're getting a picture. God has programming up in heavenly places that he wants to bring into our earthly existence. You have the receiver, but if you are a fleshly-minded Christian, you're not plugged into the receiver and you won't get the picture to show up for the guidance and governance of your life. Just because you possess the anointing don't mean you're experiencing the anointing. And the interesting thing is, I had all this programming ready to come my way. But because I didn't have it connected right, I couldn't see what they were trying to program to me. God has programming for your life, programming for your thoughts, programming for your family, programming for your finances, programming for your job, programming for your mental well-being, programming for your governance, programming for our church, programming for the society. But if you're not synced up right, you won't get the programming. So the anointing is the role of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer to illuminate divine insight into your sight, your ears, and your thoughts. But he says you can't do that if you are operating on human wisdom. Now back to 1 John chapter 2. He says to them, here's what I want you to do. If you want the anointing to be turned on and turned up, here's what I want you to do. 
He says in verse 24, as for you, let that abide in you, which you've heard from the beginning. Verse 27, as for you, the anointing which you have received from him abides in you and you have no need for anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you all things and is true and not a lie, just as it has taught you, you abide in him. You see that word abide? All, all, many times I read the word abide. It means you have to hang out in the anointing. You can't visit it on Sunday. You must hang out. Abide means to hang out. You must hang out in the anointing. That is, you must hang out in a divinely oriented perspective. If God's perspective is the last place you go, that means that by the time you get to God, you have been contaminated with a lie. He says, no liars of the truth. He's writing about the Antichrist who had come in and had confused these believers because they were getting wrong information from the wrong source that was contaminating their thinking. So by the time they got to God's perspective, they were so corrupted by the secular perspective that they were not able to inculcate the divine perspective. But when you flip it as a lifestyle, not as a visit, when you begin to ask the question, what does God say and what does God think? Holy Spirit, reveal it to me. You have turned on the receiver for it to bring down the programming to illuminate the mind and the thoughts. Notice what he says. He says, you have the anointing and you do not have need for anyone to teach you. Now that's interesting. It's interesting, number one, because he's teaching them right now. He's writing to them, teaching them about the anointing. It's interesting because the Bible says God gives teachers to the church. It's interesting because Bible tells you to come and, and to, to study the word of God in the collective worship, which includes teaching. It's interesting because Paul says to Timothy to teach the word and to preach the word in season and out of season. So why would he say, if you have the anointing, you don't need anyone to teach you for the anointing teaches you? Ah, okay. Well, remember who he's dealing with. He's dealing with the Antichrist who are lying to them. So let me tell you what he's saying when he says, you don't have a need for anyone to teach you. He is saying, you no longer need to be led by secular thinking, secular information, and secular instructors. You no longer need to use the world for your data. For your spiritual data, you don't first go to the world. You don't need them to teach you how to live, how to work, how to have a family, how to be single. You don't need them. Start with me because then the anointing will teach you. God is saying they don't live here. They didn't save you. They didn't put the anointing in you. Don't bring to me that secular way of thinking. That non-Christian worldview, which the Bible calls human wisdom man's perspective, human thought. He says, that's not how you roll anymore. Not if you want the anointing to kick in. Not if you want the anointing to manifest itself. Not if you want the divine to express itself. That's why the psalmist prayed in Psalm 119, 18, open my eyes that I might see. I love the story in Second um, Kings chapter 6, verse 14 to 17. Because here's what the anointing does. Here's what the anointing does. Elisha the prophet is getting ready to be attacked 
by a foreign army and they're going to kill him. Elijah's servant looks out the window and sees this army getting ready to attack him and the prophet. So he's scared. He goes to Elijah, the prophet, and said, we got to get out of here. They're getting ready to descend on us. They're going, look, 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 the army's getting ready to come. Elijah then bows his head and prays and says, Lord, open up his eyes. Open up his eyes. And then the Bible says, when the scales fell off the servant's eyes, he not only saw the enemy, but he saw an army of angels with swords of fire protecting the house of Elijah. Now, if you're not spiritual, all you see is the army. But Elijah, because he was spiritual, saw what God was up to in the midst of the physical thing he was going through. Many of us are being attacked physically and we don't know what to do because we don't see anything spiritually. All we see is what we see. And if all you see is what you see, you'll never see all that God is doing because you don't have the eyes to do it. But here's how the Holy Spirit works. See, I said, when I preach, I give you national news. I'm giving you cable news because what I'm giving you is something general applies to everybody. But when you have the anointing, the Holy Spirit gives you local news. He gives you news for your life, for your situation, for your problem, for your pain, for your needs. Because you need one kind of program. You need another kind of program. You need another kind of program. You need another kind of program. You have a different job. You got a different family. Your kids are different. Your finances are different. So you need local programming for the general problem. I'm giving you cable news, but you have the anointing. And I can't answer all of your specific answers, but you have somebody inside who'll give you thoughts you didn't think, let you see what you couldn't see, bring ideas you didn't have. And you already have them because you all have them, he says. You already have the anointing. And when you combine spiritual words, what God says and what God thinks, to dependence on the Holy Spirit, the machine kicks on. And all of a sudden, like my DIN TV, I can now see a picture. I can now see something because the light has been turned on. I'm saying, give the anointing a chance. Put it first. Make it priority. Take the written word. Put it in the face of the Holy Spirit. Do it on the front end. And let's see what programming God brings up into your life. Receiving the anointing, as Dr. Evans described, actually begins with a step of faith. And you can learn more about that when you visit TonyEvans.org. And follow the link that says Jesus. With Christmas just around the corner, now's the perfect time to allow Dr. Evans to explain how you can become what the Bible calls a new creation in Christ. Be sure to check it out today at TonyEvans.org. Well, today's message, entitled The Anointing, was trimmed down to fit our allotted broadcast time. But it's available in its entirety as part of that special audio compilation I mentioned earlier. The Best of Tony Evans 2023 is yours with our thanks when you make a year-end contribution to help continue Dr. Evans' ministry work here on this station and around the world. In addition to his 20 most requested messages of the year, we're also including, as an added bonus, his powerful new devotional, Transformed by the Trinity. This book will help you understand the unique aspects of God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. 
arming you with knowledge to approach life's issues encouraged and confident in the Lord's sovereignty. Just drop by TonyEvans.org, where you can make all the arrangements and get this powerful package of resources. Again, that's TonyEvans.org. Or call our 24-hour resource center at 1-800-800-3222 and let one of our team members assist with your request. Well, on Monday, we want to be a part of your Christmas Day celebration. Be sure to join us as Dr. Evans shares a message revealing the truth and beauty of what God did for all of us on that first Christmas Day. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 